Any of you who may have needed to fly through Toronto will recognize it. You're at Gate 1 in Toronto Pearson, because there are no care packages ready for you. As you're walking through the terminal looking a little lost, you see a familiar grizzled figure waving to you from near the security checkpoint. Hey, uh, gents! What are we doing here? So, the thing about this flight is, on top of the regular peoples what are going to be riding with us, there's, I guess you could call them dignitaries. Apparently someone called in a threat against the plane and the people on it. What is it you want from good men brown? A rhyme of frost <laughs> form across the glass. I never make it cold enough. If you prefer a more personal name to me, and she says something and you have a splitting headache, you see that she has sort of classical Asian features mm-hmm. along with her dark black hair. She has really sharp teeth. All of her teeth. She gives you a shark scream. Sounds more like a Shinso. The true vampire is ah. made of two Asian countries. There is no bigger tiger man. I am the biggest tiger keypad mechanism has been exploded on the side somehow. Wonder. The whole thing has blown out of the wall on this side, but on the other side, facing the passengers, it looks fine. Fuck's I picked it up. Fuck's sake, Shade. <laughs> I throw it back down. And when you start going down the stairs that take you into a deeper part of the tail, you find two heavyset dudes with machine guns lying flat out on the ground. What are you doing? Well, I'm trying to expose this. And you see a mass of thin wires that uh, are connected to the superstructure of the plane at various points. There's going to be like an interdimensional incident. It's going to take out five of the top fucking people, all these things, and make something huge happen. You guys blow the problem away. And when you come back out and you take a look out the window, you can see there's a tarmac outside and a whole bunch of Japanese-looking people. When you arrive in Tokyo, uh, the dignitaries uh, all separate quite quickly from the regular folk as a armored limousine rolls up. You can tell that it's a limousine because it's got that long stretch Absolutely. and it's appointed in luxurious black and gold. But the armor is just as obvious. Honestly, it looks a bit too big to be a limousine. It might be like a limo SUV, hmm. and the plating on it is heavy duty, and there are no windows. The people who come out of the uh, doors were behind the line when necks were handed out, but were right at the top of the line when incredibly large muscles <laughs> were being uh, allocated. <laughs> and they quickly usher the various supernatural somebodies into the limousine. Uh, Not all together, not all at the same time, but into different sections. And in the bustle and fuss of it all, none of you managed to see the elven king get on, and none of you managed to see Raj get on, but you assume that they must have as it pulls away, and they don't seem to be amongst the rest of the passengers. Were there five cars? There was just the one, but it was very long, and each of them got into their own section of it. Uh, You two, obviously, were on the plane. Apollo Day, unfortunately, had a little bit too much to drink, as you all know. Yes. 
He, he was pretty yeah. much like, I drink a triple, and then I drink another triple. And I'm like, how does that not affect... He like, actually, he has to roll for that. He actually was drinking the whole time. Like, the moment he sat down, he started taking shots. Yeah, and then literally five more minutes in yeah. the session, he's like, I pour myself a third triple. And I'm just like... like his shots are like still. game shots. Uh, game, in-universe, not out-of-universe. Yeah. That would have been good LARPing right there. No, it, it was, be it no was definitely in-game. In-game. I think that would have impaired him a little bit more mm-hmm. out of character than it did in character. How many songs? You can't just roll for, am I inebriated? Anyways, so the three of you and Sam are all uh, working your way out of the plane down onto the tarmac amongst a bunch of very confused and angry-looking Japanese officials <laughs> when a, a very tall woman, maybe six foot five, very tall for a woman in particular, and long legs, a fairly flowing white dress in the kimono style, mm-hmm. with uh, Japanese characters down one side and silver, sort of brushes them all aside and into silence instantly, and gestures to you all to follow her. Uh, she lets you know that she is associated with the tour, and has been sent to bring you all to your next assignment in this area, and she looks at a, a watch and says, even if you are all a little bit early, don't worry, you'll get paid overtime. Nice. How, uh, and this might be, and this is kind of a general question too, how, how do we just take her on a word? Do tour employees have some kind of like bad? Jumpsuits. <laughs> hey look, match everybody in jumpsuits. Just like, I'm with the tour, come with me. I feel oh, like okay. that would be enough for us to be like, alright, sick. Right. I, I leave it up to you to decide whether or not you disbelieved her or believed her, okay. but as soon as you followed her out of eye shot of anybody else, you find yourselves sitting inside of a well-appointed room inside of what's clearly a luxury hotel. Okay, so, so magic- that seems to be... Okay, magical teleporting is, is good evidence. Okay. Seems to yeah. be sufficient evidence, plus, of course, the tour is supposed to be a secret organization. Yeah. Right. Okay. So did she get, like, the upgraded teleportation... Like outfit with the flowing white kimono. And Probably, she's know. not here, but there is a note sitting on the table. Let me describe the room to you first. Okay, it's about four times the size of the room we're in right now, and it has uh, floor to ceiling windows all along one side of it. There are mecha- mechanized shutters on the window and switches in various places to allow you to open or close those shutters on the window. Right now they're sitting at sort of a half open, allowing the light of early morning, dawn, break through. Uh, how, high, how tall, high up are we? When you take a quick look out the window, it looks like you must be on oh, the 30th floor. It's nice. a long way down. Mm. And a quick peek out the window and looking up as best you can shows that there are many more floors above you. Wow. This seems to be a massive hotel indeed. Thanks. There are uh, well-appointed little bedrooms that come off of a main common room. Uh, Each of the bedrooms has a plush king uh, bed and uh, little chocolate mints on the pillow. Hmm. Oh, how sweet. And uh, the little chocolate mints are in the shape of a small mouse. Chocolate mouse mints. Less sweet. (laughs) The uh, 
main room has a large TV, looks like massive plasma screen. It's about 120 inches wide and mounted directly to the wall. And beneath that uh, is crackling a fake fireplace. And then there's one door in and one door out, and it looks like it's a heavy black metal that it's made of. Okay. One door. The door itself has a uh, touchpad for cards beside it, right. but it looks like it doesn't lock on this side, but only on the other. Mm -hmm. On the table that's in the middle of the room, it's a solid mahogany table, uh, lacquered in black, with a gold trim. On that table is a single piece of paper and a small folder. Inside the folder are two sets of cards. One is obviously the cards for your room, and the other are little clip-on badges that say security detail <laughs> and have your pictures on them. It's at this point that Reigns walks out of his room in the little hotel area that you're in now, out of his bedroom, and notices you all have joined him. He already has his little security detail badge clipped to his belt. What am I wearing? A tactical ballistic vest. It has ceramic plates for blocking knives and Kevlar for blocking bullets. Sweet. Oh. It bulks you out significantly. Okay, so this is like... You have a high-powered sniper rifle of your choice. Holy. Sweet. And you have a small assault rifle, probably a P90. Isn't a P90 a submachine gun? Well, a submachine gun. Paul, they brought what? Like, you got, like, worked out? So Apollo Day is still here, but he's looking rather green around the gills and quickly makes his way to his own bedroom and flops face down onto his bed. Okay. He tells you that he'll probably be fine, and he oh oh my god oh my god. Okay. Right. <laughs> Good thing there's on-street bathrooms. Uh, so so right now is Shane with us as well? Sam is here with you okay, too. Sam's here, so he's here, I'm here, and then Reigns has walked in. So ready to bust Sa Sam, okay. Sam pulls his own security detail card out of the pile. Ah, security detail, eh? I hope they gave us just as much goodies as they gave you. I am not sure goodies would do me much um, good. Kind of takes a second, like, oh, yeah, um, right. The, Hospital, right? Dude, it's Sammy. Come on. How do you not know how do you not know Shade? I've been a little busy. Mr. Reigns, it's good to see you again. Sam, it's always good to see me. The humor is intact. Yeah. Sa Sam's already made his way over to his own room. Ah, sweet. <laughs> so each of you have a room and your oh. name is picked out in gold lettering wow. that's been applied to the door. Hmm. Does mine say Dr. Keel? You know, it says Dr. Walter Keel. Fantastic. Okay. But it scratched out and says Mr. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I gotta go see if I have a grappling hook in there. And I run to my room. That's <laughs> all you got. You don't even close. You just have a grappling hook. <laughs> they just knew. So in your room, there is a similar tactical vest as you see Reigns wearing. Mm. However, yours is obviously ballistic intended and does not have the ceramic plates. It's a little thinner but allow you to move more quickly and easily. And in terms of weaponry, there is two small handguns, but no grappling hook. Oh, man. The nine millimeters. Oh, pistols. Okay. Yeah, semi-automatics. 
And in your room, there is, again, a similar ballistic vest, but it does not have uh, ceramic plates, but it is Kevlar, and likely intended for small arms fire. Right. It will not stop an assault bullet or a submachine round, okay. but it would stop a handgun round. Right. It's fairly thin, but it's easy for you to wear. Right, great. And you have also two small handguns, 9mm. Now, does the equipment I have... You also, you also have on the vest, I should mention, you have a, uh, a belt with uh, tactical pouches, including Me holsters. Me Both of you. Okay. On yours, there's two holsters. On yours, there's two holsters and a small pouch. Nice. Oh, I would have a pouch. Inside the pouch, there's a pencil and a ream of paper. Now, I'm assuming mine comes with a position to uh, safely store the rifle and then also have like a clip for the you you have three clips that run across your spine that you see line up with a hook set on your sniper rifle. Cool. And you have, the P90 is a fairly small, boxy sort of gun and it can fit on a, what's called a mole clip, right, M-O-L-L-E clip that goes onto your belt. Yeah. And it has the appropriate attachment for that okay. as well. So and I you also like have a guns. small pouch on your other hip that contains, when you check, three smoke grenades. You know, you're just going to go through the metal detector and just going to take them all away. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we should have got the money. You're supposed to be security <laughs> detail, not uh, storming the beaches. Heavy oh. <laughs> security detail. Okay. okay, not bad. Sam comes out of his room. He's decked out in the same degree as Reigns right. with a heavy vest. He's got an assault rifle in hand. He checks it, clears the barrel, and... Uh, reassembles it as though he knows what he's doing and then he slings it behind him so I guess that we're supposed to be shooting somebody but I'm not and then a phone starts ringing somewhere in the apartment building I walk out with my kind of guns in my hand pointed to the ground does anyone have a grappling hook I mean <laughs> guns are cool but like a grappling hook is so much cooler Look, Batman, when we find and a I, grappling hook, I'll let you know. I'm going to tuck them in my holsters. Yeah? What? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're in here. No, I think he's out of it. Hey, Apollo. He just threw up over the floor. I think he's out of it. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. All right. Who wants pizza? I could go for some pizza. Alright, cool. With pineapple. Well, obviously. What kind of pizza doesn't have pineapple on it? Shitty pizza, that's why. Sammy! How do you forget Sammy, dude? Hey! Hey! It's my guy right there. I, I gotta I gotta say, I kinda Pintua. missed and really didn't miss this like back and forth banter. It was kinda great working on my own for a while. I you boned this. Arigato. Mr. Shane, you speak Japanese. Sam looks around at you. So, they said uh, 20 minutes or it's free. And uh, They always say that. I'll be right back. Oh, about the real phone call, that was us being told that so the supernatural folks what are doing their thing here, see there's a conference room way above us, like another 10 floors, and it occupies like another 5 floors and people be rich and crazy. Anyways, 
there's going to be this big conference happening, apparently. See, I told you. Why do you all come to Japan? Anyway, big conference. And uh, we're all supposed to keep them from getting blown to shit or turned into, like, mushrooms or thrown into the sun or whatever. But, from, like... From what, exactly? Now, are... Well, more specifically, are we going up there to guard the entrance to the place? Are we going downstairs to guard the main floor? Are we staying on this floor? Was Let me answer your questions with a question. Who wants pizza? Yeah. Sam opens the door, turns back to the table, grabs his key card. Whoops, almost forgot. I'll be right back, boys. Takes a look down both ways down the hallway and pulls the door shut behind him out into the hallway. Mm-hmm. See, the the lack of details is something I don't miss. I turn about, on the Discovery Channel, <laughs> the the Japanese Discovery Channel. Kyo Kyo uh, sits down in the closest chair and has like this sparse hands. The uh, show is pretty much as you remember it, except it's interspersed with the craziest advertisements oh, that you have so ever great. seen. So great. Oh my god, guys, this is my favorite, favorite episode. I've seen this one in, in English, German, but I just and, and Polish even. I just haven't seen it in, in in this. It's about anteaters. It's super cool. I think I think you'll like it. If anyone anyone wants to sit down. I wasn't Kiel, you gotta be into this. Come on. In this way... I have read 13 <laughs> different volumes on the, on the biology and history of the anteater. I'm pretty sure the Discovery Channel has nothing new to teach me. <laughs> in this way, several hours pass. That pizza never does wow. show up. Well, Ooh. within those hours, then I'm getting up several looking at hours. the door. Yeah. I'm trying to call people. I call downstairs. Is this the worst pizza place? <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed. I want my pizza. Yeah, I try to. I try to order another pizza. pizza. You, you call downstairs. They speak Japanese. Hi, moshi moshi. Do you, pizza? Do you guys do pizza? Yo, kid, tell them we Sumo want sen. pizza. Pizza, pizza. Uh, uh. Pizza desu ka? Pineapple. Uh huh. Um, leaf top, uh, leaf yellow. Yes, yeah, uh, 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 30th, 30th, say, say, say unagi. Unagi? Ah, unagi does. But, but, pizza, 20 minutes? Okay, pizza da. Goodbye. Yeah, not. That's that's not fucking happening. Oh well, I tried. We're gonna get an unagi pizza. Say a squid, a live squid. So 30, 30 minutes later, uh, you get a knock at the door, and room service shows up with it. a bu- with a bunch of fried eel. Oh no, that's okay. Yeah. Fried eel's great. Yeah. And and they just and the, the nice woman, you know, lifts the uh, silver steaming platter of fried eel. I, uh, yeah. It's not pizza, Mr. Heat. But I, I I grab it, kind of bow to them and respect. No, and no. And as as he's doing Go this, then. I'm like 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 pizza. Uh, uh, doing the like whole. Mr. Heat, just. Do this in. Oh my God, guys! This is so good. This is better than pizza. <laughs> I, I I go to the, the phone. Uh, order room service. <laughs> uh, h- hello. Hey, what's what's he? Unagi, uh, oh, thirty. Yeah, and then I hang up the phone. Guys, I just got us some more fried eel, and this is gonna be great. Oh my god, we should probably check on Sam Shade. And I, as I'm saying that, I'm walking over so, and eating more fried eel. 
even as you're saying that, I guess there must have been a another plate's worth of it all ready to go because someone knocks at the door. I look at Keel and I'm like, well, that took much longer the first time. You're the one that ordered it, though. Maybe they were already on their way up when they're like, yeah, that one right there. Alright. Obviously, well, it could be a trap. I okay, take, you you open the door, I, I'll, I'll cover you. I, I take my gun out of my holster, kind of open the door, keep my hand behind the door. As, as you start to open the door, someone kicks two small metal canisters into the room. And Sick. Then, and then flees Crap. down the hallway. Okay, well, as they do that, I throw the door open and chase after them. Okay. Uh, I want each of you to roll. Each of you to roll agility, please. Agility. A Great thing. I've got a guillotine. I got two sevens. It's been a while. <laughs> I seven out of four. Two sevens. Okay. I got 42. Oh. Two and a two and a four. All right. So Heat makes it out of the room, uh, jumping after his whoever it was who kicked the canisters in. The two of you, however, uh, are further back, and while you rush towards the door, the canisters are right there. And yes, they go off mm. with a sudden loud roar yeah. and a blinding flash. And both of you lose your vision and hearing for a moment, completely disoriented. Great. I'll come back to you in a moment. You, being on the yeah. outside, of the room, hear the roaring sound, but it's muffled somewhat by the thick walls and the heavy door, and the flash is out of your field of view. The person you're chasing is covered from head to toe in some sort of black uh, form-fitting robe of some sort. Like, it looks like it starts at their head and goes all the way to the bottom, hmm. and it's tight to their body, but it all seems to be one piece. How far a is he? They from, how far are they from me? They're running really fast. They're already like 20 feet down the hallway. Can I shoot them in the leg? Yeah, you can try. Great. Uh, so that I'm is going precision. for... Precision. Ooh, that's a two. Mm. The, your shot skips off the ground around their feet. And Just what I wanted. The, these, <laughs> they zig and zag a little bit and make it to the end of the hallway and turn the corner towards nice. the elevators. Let's go back to the two of you for a moment. You're staggering around inside the room when you hear a crash from behind you, even through the uh, distortion and the damage done to your hearing. From the outside? It's loud enough that you hear windows breaking from behind you. Do I hear this? Are any stories out there? Yeah, you hear it too. And it sounds like there's something in the room. But unfortunately... Your eyes are still watering and in pain, and everything is a white blur. Right. Okay. How quickly can would I be able to, to make it to, back? Can we roll to try to, like, <laughs> back to normal? <laughs> <laughs> what I want you to both roll now is a finesse. Finesse. Roll okay. your finesse. And you finesse I, as well. Once I miss this shot, I'm not chasing him. I'm turning back and checking okay. on these guys. Okay, so you roll fin- your finesse as well. It's almost a 10 minute. Mm. wasn't... It was almost a 10, and then it wasn't. And then it was a 1. And it was a 4. Oh, that's a 3. 4. 4. 3. 3. 4. Double 5. Hmm. Okay. There are two individuals 
who are moving fast in the room and two individuals who seem to be moving very very slowly. Yeah, you two. But the best, best well, besides the two of you, as, as far as you can see, two are very thin and tall, and two are very wide and thick, but they're just like black blobs against the endless field oh, no. of unbroken white in your vision. Right. So any rolls that you make for precision are going to be halved. Ooh. Oh. So, Reigns, you go first. Are the black blobs moving towards us, or are they just kind of standing As far still? as you can tell, they're moving towards you. They did just break through your window. Okay. They are closer than they just it's were. It's the Ninja Turtles. That's the pizza. That explains <laughs> it. That all makes sense. They're, they're obviously ninja chefs. <laughs> they're, they want our pizza, but they, jokes they really, on them. We didn't get any. They realize, oh, oh no, the door open already. We must go through window. Going through the window doesn't forgive you being late, man. Sorry. Yeah. Ah, uh, soon as I say. Uh, Keel's right beside me. Yep. And I can sort of make him out a little bit. You know it's Keel, but that's mostly because you knew you he were was standing right, standing right beside oh, I'm, you. I'm probably groaning. Being a big baby. <laughs> I'm, not the, I'm, not the hardy, I'm not the hardiest um, person ever. With knowing the doors behind us, I'm going to try and grab Keel. And pull him outside the room into the hallway. You're going to have to roll agility for that. Yeah. Okay. You're still fighting the flashbang. Uh, two and an eight. Two and an eight. That's fine. You make it to the door. You pull Keel through. Are you closing the door behind you or trying to? Um, I am going to. Hey Gus, close the door. Keel, it's your turn. So I'm going to try to reach out with my mind, see if I can. Tell if these guys are bad news in, in that way. Okay. In that way. So I want you to do two rolls. The first is to calm your mind after that uh, yes. traumatic experience you just had, enough to make the roll, and then to actually stretch out your ability. So focus first. Right. Focus. Focus! Uh, two and a nine? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Oh, very good. Focus work. Yes, you definitely feel something wrong about these two. Not something you haven't experienced before, though. You know, you know something just, about just this. But these four, sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry, did I say two? Yeah. But these four. Uh, roll your academics with your special abilities. Oh. Your extra bum, dice. Bum, bum. Yeah. Didn't okay. you add another dot to it? Yep, I did. I need to keep the. Oh no! The worst wall in history! Oh my god. You managed to fail fail out your successes. That's sad. Maybe too many dice isn't a good thing. That's sad. You're you're, you're stretching your mind too thin and you broke. I only have one job in this chef. I can give give you just the basic details that you figured out from your arcane roll then. These are elves. Oh, okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever else they are, these are elves. Too bad they're not, stupid elves. They're not Keebler elves, though. Stupid, fat, tall elves. <laughs> not cute Santa elves. And they, no, they laugh cute. just like you did? They're not cute Santa elves. You know you you know more about these kind of elves, but for some which would reason, be cute if they're failing yeah, yeah, you. Which would be cute if they're two feet tall, but if you're a six foot tall, maybe, maybe later, maybe that's later you can try again. Kind of fucking creepy. Yeah, that's what's wrong with them. That's why they're right, evil. So, so Keel knows that it's elves of okay, some so kind. So I, I gasp, I, I gasp out, I gasp out loud, elves. And what does that mean, huh? 
Gus, close, it's your turn. Close the door. Yeah. Why? Close the door. So they can open the door again? So we can uh, run away and get a better position. I don't think we're really running away at this uh, moment. I take out my second pistol. Uh, I'm double wielding. Uh, and I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna fire. Uh, as, as a free action, I face palm. So I'm doing what? So you're going to be rolling precision. Okay. And since you're trying to make two shots, you have to have whatever you roll. Either that, or if you have two dice, you can just roll one for one. Yeah. If you only have the one die, then have it. Ah. Because you're splitting your focus. Well, I am just going to take one shot then. Okay. Okay. So he's not mind. double fisting. Yeah. No. Yeah. Better anyways. Five. Five. Okay. All, all, I, all double shooting does is throw your shoulders up. <laughs> Jesus. These elves are fucking. I said they're elves. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to know. Yeah, they're they're elves. I'm like, okay, cool. Great, thanks. <laughs> elves like Christmas elves. What? <laughs> the the two oh. tall thin yeah, ones you, you can see <laughs> are uh, actually quite strange looking. They look like they have tree bark for skin, and they have deep dark set eyes that glow a, a mild red color. And they have no mouth or nose that you can see or ears, just the eyes staring out of this hard, flat face over top of a long, sort of willowy uh, body. They have two arms and two legs, and otherwise look fairly humanoid, except for, again, that bark skin. And they're not wearing any clothes, as far as you can tell. The other two elves look completely different, though. They're... uh, Thick, heavy set. They've got sort of dog-like faces. They're good four feet wide, but only like five feet tall. That's gross. And they have arms that trail all the way down to the ground, and they're half knuckling their way across as they run up to the door. So they're like, <laughs> they, look, they look, they look like malformed gorillas. That's gross. Like four feet wide. Like that. Yeah. The the two dog guys are too far back for you to get a decent shot of them, anyways. But the yeah, two willowy guys so. that you aim for, one of them uh, dodges out of the way of your bullets, even as he sees you firing, and the other one just sort of takes it on his bark skin. You see it leave a scoring mark across it. Doesn't seem to have penetrated, and now it's their turn. Yeah. The first of the bark guys uh, reaches <laughs> the person who is standing right at the door, shooting at them. Right. Hmm. All right, so I want you to roll uh, agility. I got a ten or a one, and oh, oh, yeah. Uh, he grabs you and wraps one of his long, thin hands around your throat. The other thin fellow. I light myself on fire. <laughs> the, the other thin fellow grabs your legs, since now you are not in a position to uh, resist much. Oh, I literally do. I Once he grabs me, I'm just like, okay, cool. I and, just let it happen. And, and the, both of them haul you back into the room. Yes, they do. One of the uh, thick gorilla dog guys comes up to the door, but that's his entire action. The other gorilla dog guy sort of takes up position in the middle of the room. Hmm. Okay. Back to Reigns. How are, how are, are they aggressive with me, or are they just? They're. I like trying. They're not. They're not. Uh, not trying to kill you necessarily at this very moment, but they're not being gentle either. How are, how are Blind One and Blind Two doing over here? How are they doing? Uh, you're doing better, but you're still suffering that half uh, having two precision rolls. 
Yep, well, we're really screwed, guys. Somebody just could have closed the fucking door. Okay, well, if I can't get a 100% exact clear picture of this guy, um, I'm just going to try and shoot kind of top center. Center mass-ish? Yeah, yeah. kind of aiming higher, because that's usually where a head is. Makes sense. So, Presumably. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Or do exactly yeah, what he did. Yeah. Things are not going well for you guys. Did he shoot himself in the face? Or was, it? <laughs> it was, no, was it two botches or did it cancel out it two was successes? A five, it was a yeah. five and a seven and two ones. Okay, so you cancel out two successes. Okay, I'm going to attempt to to get the gears turning again. Maybe actually find out. Alright, roll me another academics roll. Then. You should talk to the creature. Okay. No. You see, Just ask him see, about see his feelings. See this spike in charisma? I'm yeah, not a it's, talker. Yeah, he, but you're just as good as me at talking with him. Come well, on. You can do it. <laughs> Don't tell me two one. Uh, yeah. no, only one this time. Mm. Well, actually, you still have your minor action left. Okay. I'll let you have less information on a second roll. Okay, like, like two dice now? Or? Yeah, so try just two dice. Okay. Ten and nine. Less <laughs> dice. It's less dice. The secret. Oh, that's the secret. So I should have rolled two dice, and I would have gotten two dice. Use less dice. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the creature, the creatures facing you are triants <laughs> and grooms. Skill. Right. Okay. So a triant. Triants, I guess, I, I, from the bark description. Yes. Are are vaguely tree-like in nature. They have thick, heavy skin that's like the bark of a tree. They are generally found in forests mm -hmm. in the reflection of the fish. And the other one was called what? A groom. G-R-U-H-M. Left at the altar. They live mostly underground. They dislike the uh, sunlight but can stand it. Okay. They're very strong but very stupid. You have a vague sense of their weaknesses. Okay. Uh, grooms, again, really dislike intense... So Light. Light. Okay. And treants are have all the weaknesses of trees. trees. So they're particularly vulnerable to fire. Fire, right. Is there like a carpet below us? Yep. Nice thick plush one. Great. Yeah, so I'm gonna set the whole carpet on both of their feet on fire, right below us. Uh and then I will have to figure it out from there. Alright. How many dots do you have? I have two, so I'm gonna take eight damage. Alright. Why don't you mark that off right now? Yeah. The triants on their turn react very poorly to having fire suddenly appear beneath them. Hopefully. They catch on fire like old dead wood. Great. Their feet are immediately aflame thanks to your power, but the fire spreads up them much quicker than you would expect, and until their whole bodies are on fire on fire. They release their hold on you immediately as they uh, frantically stamp around and try and roll themselves out. Well, I think it's fair for me to take a rolling action out you, of this you, fire. You fall to the ground, but we'll talk about that. what happens in a moment. Okay. And the two triants run back, getting in the way of the one groom who set himself in the middle of the room. And the groom... Uh, after a moment of trying to beat the fire out on them and try and keep them off of him, uh, seems to lose his patience with them, grabs both of them by their midsections and tosses them both out the window. Sick. Nice. 
I made friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> they go. They go screaming down the many floors until you can't hear us anymore. Yep. Nice. And I'm new. Two flaming fireballs fell from the sky today. The groom at the door takes his action and sees this guy who's trying to put some lead in him, mm. and doesn't like that. He attempts to smack you real hard. So, so I want you to so make an endure roll. Oops. Huh. Sucker. Why does Chris here? This is this is this advantage here. Um, can I check these? I, I, I <laughs> yeah, definitely I waited. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, t- I take the two values, add them together, and then I get a value that I soak, right? Hmm. So I, I soak 33 damage. He, he rolled double first. Okay. The groom hits you real hard. Ow. You take four damage. Smacks you into the back wall behind you. All right, and the other groom who is in the middle of the room took his action to throw the other tree on yeah, out. out the window. So back to your reins. So you've got you've got one of the grooms sitting over top of you, ready to cave your chest in. Can we not resolve me just falling on the floor? I'm trying. You you slam into the floor and you roll out of your own fire. I won't have you take any more damage from that. Thank you. It was real quick, and the hair on your head didn't like it, but you'll probably be fine. Wait, this is all going on, and Apollo's in his other room. Remember, this is only this is only round three though, so it's been twenty seconds. Yeah, but that's just so great how this is all happening. Yeah, he's just in his room going, "Oh God, it's like there's a a party going on in the other room, an explosion." What are they doing? Setting people on fire? Oh, my head hurts so bad. Sound like like someone got punched against the wall. Sounds like some trees got set on fire and screamed their way out of the room. Okay, so how are we doing at this point? Because 20 seconds for a flashbang to be affected by it is quite a long time. No, actually it's not. It's several minutes. But I'm going to give you the benefit of being an experienced military man and say that you're no longer suffering from your precision... That 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 was that was gonna be my next uh, gambit there. I've 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 flashbang myself all the time. What? I'm used to <laughs> all the time. Oh, it's ah! Thursday at twelve o'clock. Oh my You yeah, will yeah. get used to this. Shake it off. Shake it off. Did you guys so say bad. something? I can't hear you. I'm literally <laughs> deaf and blind now. Okay, yeah. so flashbangs can't hurt you, right? <laughs> They can never hurt me ever again. Yeah, the ultimate, you know, just be deaf and blind, and you're good. Anyways, even still, you'd still get head trauma. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you're still suffering, but you're able to work through the pain now. Okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna shoot it. Shoot it. That's what I do. Hit the control button, drop the prone, crawl, find the window. He needs to roll. Line up. Full shift. Press down shift, hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Press down shift, hold your breath. What do we got? Uh, six, six, eight, and nine. Wow. Yeah. You literally blow his brains out. Yes. All over, all over the wallpaper. Oh. They are not getting. Thank God, out. I am under the table. There is going to be need need to be new wallpaper. Oh, Did the steel take slash damage? The flesh almost burns away from where the bullet went through. Hmm. Yeah. And then it falls to the ground at your feet. Player-wise, I probably know what this is, but character-wise, I probably would. Yeah. Heal. Think him to death. Thanks. Man, I need to stab you. With what? Why don't you use one of your doctorates to do it? (laughs) Stab me with the doctorate. I need a paper cut. Due to reference, Mr. Reigns, cold iron is extremely useful against elvish creatures and other creatures of the Fae. Gotcha. 
So shoot them dead. Gotcha, Roger. Um, so bullets work for everything. Keel's gonna turn, sort of look back into the room. Says America. Uh, I'm assuming I can see that. You can see the other groom. Yeah. You can see that the carpet is on fire and the fire is spreading. And, and he's rolled himself under the table. He's rolled himself under the table with a big, massive headache. Mm. You see me aching in pain. The carpet is on fire. Mister Heen appears to be trapped in the room under the table. The treants have been thrown out the window. Part of Keel would like to find a mason jar and store some of the room's brain in for mm. study later on. Mm. However, the other part of Keel realizes that there's still another one. <laughs> there's still another one, and the room's on fire. Mm. We so, also do have those unagi bowls. So Keel is going to look around for a fire extinguisher. That's the person that comes to mind, or something to put out the flames. Oh, come on! There is no fire extinguisher, but it's a good thing that you asked about that because. There are actually smoke sprinklers. detectors and sprinklers in, set into the ceiling oh, of the room itself. Okay, so and you can see off. that the smoke is starting to rise to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the sprinklers will have to be any time now. Presumably. Any time now. Any time now. It's only been a few seconds. So any time <laughs> 30 seconds in a room and I already ruined it. Right. But it's yeah, only well, been on fire for 10. It's I see eyes. For Apollo, he doesn't even a, know where he is. This is a budget room. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take like can I can I take like an extra like brace myself action or something? To if, you want to spend, if you want to spend your turn on it, yeah. I see what you're saying. Because you've already spent definitely spent your minor action relaying information. Right. Okay. Well, then I'm just gonna go for it. All right. Roman precision. He's far enough away from Keith that I'm not gonna hit him or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you try. Unless you aim under the table. He is under the table. The groom is not under the table. Okay, well, what if I get like a trick shot? It would have to be a pretty good. Then one. I would gladly take that damage. I got a six. Oh, you, you didn't got, roll a single. You success. got lucky there. <laughs> one die versus three. Pure skill. Tur- pure skill. <laughs> the groom turns Waited. in your direction, just as you line up the shot, and it goes through his eye. Yes. And out the back. Yes. Beautiful. It burns away from the shot, and he falls down dead at mm. your feet. Well. Actually, at Heat's... In front of me. At Heat's face. Oh, hey. <laughs> Just lands next to you. Oh, hey. <laughs> Slow he lands next to me and I touch his face. All right. Out of combat. Interesting. Time is moving again. The smoke from your fire rises to the smoke detectors in the ceiling and the sprinklers automatically start dispensing. The room is going to be a mess. They are not going to be able to rent this one out anytime too soon. The elevators... At the so your person who was running away from you ran this way around the corner, and then there's a set of elevators along this wall as well, along at the end of the hallway, and the two of you who are out in the hallway uh, are still able to see this happen. The elevators at the end of the hallway both ding, ding. at the same time. Hmm. Uh, the first doors open, and inside you can see another four some. Of grooms. Wonderful. The other door dings open, and Sam Shade steps out. He has a pizza in hand. He looks. He looks over at the elevator. Nope. There's a squealing <laughs> sound. Oh, he yeah. the yeah. elevator. And cool. the elevator suddenly slams out of sight. Right. You hear a whistling, hissing, crashing sound from far below you. Nice. Pizza? I run out into the <laughs> I run out into the hallway after I hear that crash. I look one way, don't say anything. I look the other way, see him with the pizza. 
Oh my god, pizza! And I run to him and I go grab a slice. So, where have you been, Shades? Who cares? He he brought pizza. It's so good. How are you? How are Pineapple you feeling? And how are you feeling, Mr. Sheets? I imagine I that the fire was uh, your work. Yeah, well, you're looking torn up, kid. I had a bit of a headache, but honestly, like this this pizza is just. I'm not even thinking about it anymore. I just want food. He look. He looks you over. Uh, you're looking kind of shit done by. Hey, want to come up to the muckety mucks? That's where we're supposed to be. What you guys been getting up to? I guess you've already had some fun, eh? We were attacked by members of the Fae. Mm. Treants, grooms. Hmm. I went out to meet the pizza guy and got pretty much the same deal. For the last, looks down his watch, two hours or so. It's been fun out there. Are we like walk? Are we walking? I'm, I'm walking with Okay, well, ass. as we're doing that, I like trip, fall on my face, and then turn around and just kind of lay there. All right, yeah. Yeah, just give me a second here, guys. It's cool. Sam picks you up, sort of slings you over one shoulder. Let's go. So as you're walking, Sam explains that the last two and a half hours, the hotel's been basically under siege by some sort of elven creatures, and they started the conference early as a result. They're trying to get wow. things done. He said, uh, it's mostly been, you know, the preliminaries, everybody's saying, you know, hi and shaking hands and tossing around the golden little wrapped chocolate balls and such. But I think the real players are starting to get ready to do the real thing. So we're going on up. Seems to me like the culprit of the plane incident has tipped his hand too far. I don't know about that. It's not like we know who he is yet. Shade, have, be you, anybody. have you tried fried eel before? That's one of the pizza. Pineapple and unagi. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't have thought of it myself. It looks so different. It's a Japanese on pizza. These are fake creatures, and they would not follow the orders of creatures outside of their realm. Well, that's true, but then there's creatures that one can control them through magics. Could be also somebody trying to make a ploy. And of course, then, I mean, did you try the pizza? The monies, like, like human monies, ain't useful to. Uh, it useful to. Uh, so are we in the elevator at this point? Like no, oh. no. You just like he's walking to the different elevators. Oh, These okay. go up from the bottom, and then oh, there's a different okay. set that take you yeah. the rest right, of the way. Right, the express right. elevators. The well, you also you also couldn't have an elevator that goes all the way up. Yeah. It just becomes too heavy. Yeah. yeah. So you're actually at the cross floors. Oh, okay. Probably on purpose, given that you have the security detail, and they'd have to come up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or they just break through the windows. Oh, they just break through the windows. Yeah. I have got to learn hey, how to make my, my own unagi, hmm. but like, I gotta put it on pizza. I gotta make my own unagi pizza. I have memorized seven pizza recipes and four unagi recipes if you're interested, Mr. Heat. Well, I know who to call. How many memoirs have you read or wrote about heels? Uh, mm, I don't write, I dictate. How many have you dictated? Who cares? Why am I talking about people's Eat dicks? the pizza. <laughs> Let's go. Leads <laughs> you over to the elevators, hits the button, you're all inside the elevator. I don't know where these guys are coming from. I mean, they're fake, obviously, but, I mean, there's money that you can buy them with if you know what they want. Why risk a public outcry? Certainly, there's people on the streets who must have seen these attacks. There's people on the streets. Fananian. What, 30 floors up? Fenarian. outside waiting for the pizza guy. Two hours. That's right. But I was going down to the floors to get the pizza when it all happened. Inside the hotel. They just zoomed in. 
Who knows where they came from? Well, certainly there are residents in the hotel then who have heard or seen these attacks. Oh, yeah, probably. There's probably a couple outside that saw fireballs. I think we'll just say Faye. I mean, there's a lot of cleanup that has to happen after an event like this. That's always the way. You tell them that there was some gas explosion, some people got horribly twisted, what you going to do about these corpses? Oh, they're tied away, what do you know? And then the governments all say, hey, that's funny, these things didn't happen, never mind. I mean, that bombing over in England. You think that was just regular people? Give me a break. Mm. And what about damn sarin gas events down right in here? That ain't no people. That ain't no sarin gas. <laughs> oh, here we go. Ding. Doors open up. Uh, this whole area is basically paved in gold. There's no other way to describe it. The floors look immaculate. The marble and gold veins. There's glass everywhere and in fact you're not even sure that it might not be diamonds fancy and in the middle of all of this opulence there's this massive conference area that has a vast uh, circular table well oval really uh, set in the midst of it it's also made of the same sort of dark marble and gold and sitting around it are uh, dozens upon dozens of representatives, or so you assume, from must be different supernatural powers. Are you still carrying me over your shoulder as the elevator door opens? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Around the table you see a variety of creatures that you don't recognize and some that you have seen before. There's definitely a couple of different kinds of elves. You mostly recognize the Lords of the Fae by being very human-like, except they're very thin the bones are very obvious and the ears are pointed. You see several representatives from the, from the Lords of the Fae. You see uh, a number of strange-looking uh, reptile-type creatures of various dimensions and sizes. They're all vaguely humanoid, but they're all definitely reptilian. Hmm. You see a bunch of tall-looking men in suits, and they're all wearing masks of some kind. They all seem to have the sort of dramatic masks with happy and sad. Oh, like the drama ones. Well, not, no, I mean the, the masks that are usually used to represent the two uh, dramatic elements, tragedy and comedy. Yeah. And all of them right now are wearing the <coughs> downwards curved mask and have the upwards curved mask in their hands, and they're waving it around as they talk. Mm. And then there's also the individuals that you all recognize from your plane trip here. There's Raj Kal and Goodman Brown sitting at one end of the table, and at the other end of the table you see uh, Kitsuki Kayako, and somewhere near the head of the table on one side you see Sarah. At the other end of the table you see a familiar elf king hmm. who you have met once before hmm. by the name of Artemis Bramsteel. Hmm. Uh, Sam brings you a little further into the room and then sort of tries to wave slash catch the eye of Goodman Brown sitting at the table. Uh, just a minute of your time there, my lords. And they all stop for a moment to look in your direction. As they do that, I kind of take a last bite of my pizza, look around, and kind of give it, give it a chuck over my sh over our shoulder, kind of on that floor. Just flick it over your shoulder? Yeah, because I don't like crust, man. 
So like the crust. Love the crust in real life. So the crust of the pizza. So they're all, let me tell you about how good crust of pizza. They're all looking at Shay for at first, and then they look to your behind because he's carrying you fireman style. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then and then they look at the crust of pizza on the ground. If looks could kill, that pizza crust would be so dead. Rains picks it up. It dissolves. Puts it into the pizza box and it kicks the pizza box into the elevator. The other door's closed behind you. It opens. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, representative sitting at the table, uh, Goodman Brown, mm. <laughs> gives you a gentle smile. Uh, definitive action, Mr. Reigns, I believe it was. Uh, that's correct, yes. Uh, what can I do for you? Hmm? Ah, Goodman Brown. It's good to see you again. And a pleasure always to make your acquaintance again, uh, Mr. No, wasn't it, Dr. Q? Thank you. Uh, yes. We are rather busy here, but I suppose I could spare a few moments if all consent for a break. And there's nods around the table. I suppose we could all use some refreshments. And servants come out of the woodwork all bearing flagons of various liquids and they're bearing big platters of meat in the directions of the reptilians and big <laughs> and big sandwich platters towards the more human looking sections and he stretches and steps away from, from his seat and comes over to you as he walks over that same creeping sense those heebie-jeebies that sense of someone walking over your grave comes over you all again it's much stronger than it is when you're with Goodman Gray what <laughs> seems to be the matter you're a little beat up, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll yeah. happen. In fact, all of you look like you've seen a little action. I hear we've been having some excitement in the lower floors. We, we've we've had uh, some intruders. Um, a little unexpected, but I guess that's what we're here for. Oh, it's a good thing that we have you intrepid security personnel on our side. Otherwise, we'd certainly be doomed. Can you do anything for Mr. Heat? I can do many things for Mr. Heats. Sam, you might yeah. pat on the shoulder. If you yeah. like, turn around for a second. Sure. He does a full 360. No. Ah. Right. This will work. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, hey put, Sammy. Good yeah. job. Thanks. You're welcome. I kind maybe, of... maybe just put the kid down. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Just, he shrugs. He laughs. Sh- sort of shrugs you off of your shoulder onto your feet. Spins around the face. Goodman Brown. Great. Uh... Yeah, well, like, um, medically, medical, you know, I'm just... Sir, you can see the kid. He is shot the fuck up. What do you think you can do for him? Yeah, I'm just gonna sit down on the floor here, and I, I literally just cross my legs, hands in my lap, and just kind of sit down. Brutton Brown takes a long look at you. I can see you've already enjoyed the attentions of one of our society once before. I look up at him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite painful what's going on. So, like, about that healing, or... Would you like me to heal you? Could you? Do you consent to my touch? Sam, is this going to or... Sam just shrugs. Oh, whatever, just go ahead. Uh, Goodman touches your forehead with one finger. Your body feels like it's been torn to little tiny shreds, fed through a paper shredder, and then shoved into a food processor. And then you feel great. Oh my god! Okay. Wow. You are fully healed. Sick. Uh, Goodman Brown, I hate to be a bother, but um, 
Do you have enough juice in you for another? Absolutely. Do you consent to being healed? Of course. I need to be at my top game if we're going to encounter marvelous things. Very good. He does the same for you. Same feeling. Wow, that is the most pain that a person can possibly hold. And now you're great. Sweet. I jump up. I go, oh my god, Mr. Brown, you the man. I I stick my hand out for a fist bump. He he puts his hand up. I don't think you want a second go. You're right. (laughs) Bam, and I give myself a fist bump. That's cool. That's cool. Kill. Kale's not very subtle about that thing, so he's giving him the same sort of like guy in an art gallery staring at him with the eyebrow up thing. Interesting. I have encountered a member of your society before then. Oh, you have? Who would that be? Oh no, don't tell me. Oh, Mr. Goodman Gray. I was about to say, you you both share the same first name? It's not so much a name as an honorific. And I'm going to go on the limb here and say that you are not family in the water sense, but perhaps in the blood? Oh, no. uh, Quite a different sort of sense, but family is not a bad way of putting it. Hmm. Cool, so are we going to like, and I kind of try to walk past, are we going to like sit down and talk in here, or like... no, hold on. He doesn't actually touch you, but he sort of gestures towards yeah, yeah. your fabric. And as, I, 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 as, as he gestures, I kind of do a little shoulder dip as if he was going to touch me. I go, yeah, yeah, okay, I won't go in there. Cool. Oh, good. It's not that you can't go in there. Of course you can. But I suggest you do it warily. There are, oh, tensions here today. This is a major conference, after all. We're trying to hammer out a certain war plan. War plan for what? Looks at you all. I um, wonder if this isn't a little bit above your pay grade, but since you've come here anyways, I suppose you're due an explanation. I don't suppose you've heard of the Ice Giants? Yes, I have read what I can find. Not much, I imagine. No. Not much is known about them. They appeared in the vast far north of the reflection. Oh, about five, five years ago, I think is correct. There's five Earth years, anyways, in this dimension. And since then, they've repelled all attempts to dislodge them from that place. Uh, It was once the stronghold of mm, a quite powerful elf lord, an elf king who's actually represented here today. He did not take well to being thrust from his kingdom. He lost a major part of his power that day. Understand that he only reclaimed it recently with some assistance from an organization of the Bright Star. I don't know very much about it. Hmm. Interesting. And I know that he's been plotting and scheming ever since to try and reclaim his lost throne and lost territory. And today he's finally convinced enough of us to come together because the ice giants are a definite threat. Or so he would like to convince us. So I understand some of the fae creatures here, the elves, uh, the reptiles, stuff like that, but where, where do you come into this? I understand, similar to Grey, that you're a healer. 
but oh. he gives a little smile when you say Gila looks lost and alone on his face mm. yes Gila that's one way of putting it so what exactly did you do to me why did it why did it hurt so much did I die am I oh my god did you resurrect me did I die and then like you were like bam you're alive now Resurrection is on the other side of what we do, but it's something not too dissimilar. Oh my god, I think I was just resurrected. That's so cool. Let's see here. I want to put this in simple terms. Mm. Each of your cells has a memory of when it used to be part of a greater whole. And we can use that memory to take you to a place where you were once a different sense of yourself. Am I five years younger or something? I wouldn't think so. Probably only ten minutes, twenty. Uh, I don't think I needed to go any further back. It's that. so rad. It gives you that thin, strange smile. I'm glad you think so. Shade, what do you think what do you think about this guy, Shade? Shade is uh, looking away. He apparently does not want any part of this conversation. Sure. No, right. okay. he's, he's not letting on why, but he seems to be like he doesn't really want to hang into this. Mm-hmm. Alright, well I kind of take a step back by shade and still observant, but I'm just kind of... Good thinking. Keep your eyes open, kid. Things are going to happen. Jeff will displace him, Mr. Burrow. Yes. In the manner of speaking, it's more like there is a august heat who was not injured 20 minutes ago. And there was an August Heat who was. And we don't care about that August Heat, so we shove him somewhere else. And uh, we just bring this one here. Parallel streams, then? Of a sort. Not all streams are of equal validity. Not all things are as likely to happen. How do you account for imbalancing the multitude of universes, then? Uh, There's probably an infinite amount of universes, is there not? There is not. He looks at you. There is not indeed. And that's the most interesting part. Oh, but he looks looks back towards the conference table. I see that it looks like we're getting ready to get started again. I think that uh, will be concluded very soon, actually. Quite ahead of schedule, thanks to the arrival of your plane in a timely manner. Can I make, like, an awareness check to maybe hear what people are talking like if I can hear a conversation or anything absolutely they're not making any efforts at keeping their voices down are so they as good as Goodman Brown wakes his way back to his seat at the conference table you all guys can all listen in okay are they are they preventing us from moving around at all or no nope they seem uh, completely comfortable with you moving around however you want you're supposed to be there to protect them yeah. after all okay um, I want to look around the area the area is, like I said, basically dominated by this one huge <coughs> conference room. Is it like Every, a everything room? else, had, there's a small spa area off to one side that has a large hot tub in it and has uh, boards that could be presumably used, not boards, but tables that could be used for pe- putting people on a massage. But is this all it's glass? Empty. Yes. And everything is encla- encased in this glass. Glass rooms. Yes. Is this like a round room of... Like the, ro- the room itself is perfectly rectangular. Okay. But uh, 
all of the edges around off, rounded off on the inside, What's, as what? it were. And the, the walls themselves are decorated with that same sort of marble tile. Right. And otherwise, it's just lots of stairways and balconies that overlook the conference area going up for several stories. Okay. Um, I also wanted to kind of scope out the table area. There's... Like, checking the chairs. You can... From the from the area you are, so the area you're on is slightly higher than the area of the conference room, oh, I and see. it goes down some steps okay. towards the conference area, okay. which is in its own recessed large section of the room. And then, like I said, there's balconies that go up, nice. but there's nothing that goes down. Mm. Would I be able to get closer to the table at all? You can try. Okay, go I, ahead and do I'd so. I'd like to try. Okay, so as you walk closer to the table, some of the uh, dignitaries at the table look up at you as though they're curious about what it is you're up to, but otherwise don't seem disturbed by your presence. But each of the representatives of the table, you realize, aren't just by there by themselves. They have people up to the left and to the right of the same race as them. Okay. And as you approach, each of them sort of back up from the table and stand. And they put their hands inside their clothing okay. if they have them, or they reach down, or the reptilian guys just go like this and claws emerge. Okay. Well, I'm just kind of like trying to like duck a little bit, check the chairs, make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Some some of the leaders around the table pat their aides down. Don't worry, they're here for our protection. And others don't. They just they just give they just give you a long look. Yeah. Okay. I don't pay them any mind. Meanwhile, the conference gets underway again. Ultimus Bramsteel calls it to order. He clinks a fork silver fork against his glass. Ladies and gentlemen, now we've been talking for several hours already and I think we've gotten most of the salient points, but allow me to recoup before we begin again. We all know that the ice giants, as we colloquially refer to them, have taken a foothold in the reflection and that they have repelled all efforts from many of us here to push them from that foothold. And indeed, the cold is spreading, ladies and gentlemen, and others. It is spreading south. The entire of the reflection is in danger. There can be no doubt that these infovores intend us all harm. They will not settle for merely devouring my kingdom, no. They will be coming for yours, and all of the things that you care about, and all of your holdings are in danger, and that is why we are meeting today. It is time for us to put forth a concerted effort. It is time for us to push the Infovores back out of this universe and back to whatever squalid, semi-reality they came from and never let them set foot on this fair plane again. And let me also recoup the tiresome complaints of our reptilian friends here that cold environments are not suited for them. But nonetheless, your shock troops are amongst the best in all the reflections I expect a fair contribution. And finally, I would like to once again acknowledge the most excellent delegate from the Va Void Walkers, here representing the Triune Gods, 
and he says a word that sort of twists in all of your minds. Yeah. You don't feel the same pain. It's like you've heard it before, Sick. even oh, though you're not no. quite able to get it. Oh. But, the, but the two of you get a splitting headache out of it. Is it like a... What, what, what kind of... How does it sound? Is it like a beautiful it's, name? It's not, like some, a it's not something that you can even really get a good sense of hearing it. It's like the words weren't said. It just went straight to the brain. And there's just this pain in the it's back like of your head. Yeah, it's this this a sense that something was said without ever actually hearing it. But I, I it's But it's, for you, you know it was said and it doesn't hurt, but you're mm. not sure what was said. But you know who he's talking about because every eye turns to I'm look like, at the other Because I'm the like, Oh, I've heard that before. That's right. You recognize that it it's like you heard the syllables before but you can't quite make it out. But for you two it's a twisting, terrible migraine. Sweet. That's that only that only dissipates after a few seconds of splitting is, pain. I look at Sam. Is he? He seems to be fine. Doesn't seem to be affected by it. He hit on her too. <laughs> and everybody turns their eyes towards the other head of the table where mm-hmm. Sarah, yeah, yeah, is is sitting, and she inclines her head. On behalf of the Trying God. I give you all greetings, and on behalf of the Voidwalker Collective, it is my pleasure to represent the Triune God to you all. Although we are distant in terms of both geography and reality, know that you have our willing and happy support if our demands and needs are met. And Artemis Bramsteel inclines his head, of course. That's what we're here to discuss, after all. And soon, there's a cacophony of voices as it sort of breaks off into little groups, clusters, all, and you can tell they're all wheeling and dealing for advantage. They're talking about trading lands that you've never heard of, and resources that sound vaguely familiar. Like, some talk about gold and rubies, but some are also talking about smugs, and they're talking about souls, like it's a thing that you can trade around. Currency. And uh, they're all they're all basically horse trading, trying to figure out what can I get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's going on for the next twenty minutes or so. And then the uh, elevator door opens again. This time, however, it's <laughs> it, it's not any sort of monster. Uh, it's the tall white woman in the kimono. Ah, yes, she mm. brought us from a plane. She uh, kicks a pizza box out of her <laughs> way as, as she steps daintily inside of the room and she looks around. Mm, looks like all is going well, gentlemen. Ah, you are the lady who brought us here. That is correct. Would, would I recognize her because I was already in the room? No, you haven't seen it before. Okay. It was my pleasure to convey you here for the sake of engaging the tour in this momentous occasion. She points towards the table. This is a meeting unlike any that has occurred in 300 years. It's very seldom that so many members of the Fae and indeed foreign dignitaries, and she points again towards the end of the table where Sarah sits, should visit us uh, in all paltry reality. And hmm, history is being made. You must all be honored to be a part of it. It is truly fascinating. From a research point of view, I could not be happier 
but it seems odd that the tour would spend an extravagant amount of money to bring agents to attend a party. Ah, and there you have hit upon the crux. That is not why we have brought you here. And even your security detail purpose is, um, how shall we say it? Unnecessary? Yes, I assumed that as that much. You are not at all security detail. Of course, we have many other agents and operatives throughout the building, both ours and those who are working for the various dignitaries here. Is uh, there a reason why we're, you want us, or people want us dead? Why us? Oh, well, that is a good question. I suspect that there are a number of reasons. Probably top of the list would be your involvement with Artemis Brownsteel. Hmm. I understand that you all assisted him with a certain retrieval mission some time ago. Ah, shit. Well, at this point, Reigns would probably be coming back, seeing the lady come through the elevator. Ah, hello, Mr. Reigns. Thank you for joining us. I think this is something you should all hear. Oh, hello. Um, may I ask who you are? I am a representative of the Tor. And, sir, and that ah. is all you need to know. Okay. Can I give her, like, a... Yes, I was not personally on that mission, but I know some of the details. Ah, excellent. Then you know that you restored a major part of his power to him on that day. This conference would have been impossible if he had not regained the influence that that power granted him. Well, it, uh... Well, I mean, we don't... It kind of wasn't under our control. We don't really know what we did. We just kind of... No, no, no. You need to be modest. You have made a historic event occur. Without you, she points again to the table, none of this would be happening. And that, my friends, is probably why you are amongst the many, many valuable targets here today. Which is what brings me up here to speak with you all. We have received another bomb threat, as it were. They tell us that the entire building is rigged for displacement. Much like the plane was rigged for displacement. So first you don't succeed. I believe that <laughs> they are going to attempt to move this building out of the safe confines of the physical reality and into a place where things are more moldable to their designs and desires. Having all of these important personages under their thumb would be an incredible coup. In any case, it is for this purpose that we have made sure that you are on hand, because you have proven yourselves all skilled in this sort of bomb disposal. Uh, Mr. Shade here is a particular expert in this sort of technology futzing, I believe he calls it. <laughs> Sammy does know what he's doing. I give him a fist bump. Best yep. of the best, this one. You know it. He sort of turns around, looks looks at the woman through one side of the shades. <laughs> Says, so what? You need us to go snip a few wires? Or what's going on? And the woman pots her hands. It's both more simple and more complex than that. It seems like a similar device to the one that you found in the plane, but I believe it is more complex in its manufacture. There's only the one of them at the center of the building, but it seems to be wired into the infrastructure. I, of course, don't wish to touch it. I have no expertise with these sorts of things. Mm. But it seems to me that tampering with it 
is not recommended. Chances are it will react badly. You'll need to have the exact sequence so that you can prevent it from activating in the first place. Great. How does the last one deactivated? So we do absolutely uh, nothing. Uh, oh, not at all. It's going to be up to all of you to you defuse the care. bomb. Yes, I did. She quiets the So I diffused the bomb. Uh, we don't want to let anyone here know because that will interrupt the conference. This is a one in three centuries occasion. You want us to do the job by knowing how to do it without knowing how to do it, pretty much. Oh, you're taking it a little too hard. Mr. Shade will walk you through it, won't you, Mr. Shade? Ba- basically, basically, <laughs> you want us you want us to defuse a bomb while pretending to look like we're the security detail. Of course. But there's only one way to defuse this bomb. There's only, well, I'm sure there are more than one way, but there's only one way that I know, and that's figuring out the sequence. Do you have a location? It's a combination. Yes, the center of the building. Center, like vertically Amazing. and horizontally. Horizontally, is it above us, below us? It's actually inside the infrastructure somehow. I believe it was displaced there itself. I will need to take you there. Uh, I should let you know that if you fail, obviously the building will be displaced to a place where probably you will not be included. The center of the building and the device itself will not travel with the building, and you will still be many stories above the ground. So chances are good that... Well, in any case, I'll allow your imaginations to work out the details. The point is that you will defuse the bomb, and everything will be fine. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Are you all feeling confident? Are you all ready? Let's go! He- heck yeah! Excellent, because the timer is ticking down, and I believe you have 20 minutes. Uh, gentlemen, if you all join me in the elevator. Keo shrugs and goes. I go, and I kind of use my foot to lift open the pizza box. Is there any pizza left? No pizza left. There's, there is three crusts, though, just sitting there. I grab one of the crusts, and I kind of... Munch on it. Hold the door yeah. open for everybody else to the elevator. Oh, thank you. What a gentleman. She walks through, brushes the silk kimono against the edge of your chest. <laughs> I, I pick up a. <laughs> Are you coming, Mr. Reigns? Of course. She hits the closed door button. No, no pizza? No pizza for me. And then she disappears, and the elevator disappears, and you're in. It looks like a section made of concrete and steel. There's rebar around you. It looks as though this area was cut with lasers. It's so sharply yeah. sectioned Clean. off. Nice. The, it's perfectly smooth. In fact, it's so smooth beneath you that even though it's rough concrete and steel, it's like glass. It's very hard to get traction on. Walking on it is quite slippery just because of how so perfectly smooth it is. Whatever was in here was surgically removed. And in the midst of it, you see quite a large device. It has some blinking lights on it and some colors. It has wires going off, attaching it to all of the various steel girders. Shade takes a look at it and sort of rubs at his temples. She has got to stop doing that. Hmm. Thank, is that good, eh, Shade? Well, this is a more complex model than the one we handled in the airplane. That one just needed to get you to write sequence. And he points at the keypad sitting next to the device. 
This one, we're going to need to figure out the number sequence. And he look, points over to the blinking lights. Now, I've seen this kind of model before. It actually gives you a sort of hint if you know what to look for. Each of these lights is going to suggest a number on the keypad, but heck if I know which one. Let's do this together, gentlemen. For nice. a second, Philip, I thought you were pulling on a slice of pizza. And <laughs> oh, the, the numbers <laughs> on right. this remote or the numbers on your keypad. Okay. So you so have one from to one, to one to zero. zero. One okay. to zero? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah, this is the device we used last week. What? But it is reprogrammed yes. with a new sequence. Nice. So Good. since you ripped apart last week's puzzle in no time oh, flat, this one is this one is more difficult. Yeah. So somehow the numbers and what you're going to see yeah. are related, okay. and it's up to you f to figure out how. Okay. There are six sequences in all. We'll let it go at that. All right, congratulations, guys. Yay. Yay. We and, you and you did solve the puzzle. Hey, it wasn't LARPing, it was puzzling. The device you successfully diffuse, even if there's a bit of confusion and you tell Shade, look, I'm tapping it as lightly as I can. <laughs> it's not working. I'm literally using my finger now. Why literally does this thing have a remote? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, maybe you're just not, maybe not holding it right. Shade, I'm telling you, look at this thing. Okay, dude. you're just not. Look, look, give me that. You're right, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, after a little bit of argument, you finally figure it out and you hit the correct sequences, and the thing is done. You have diffused it. Bam. Sick. And the woman in the white kimono. Uh, appears back inside the concrete yeah. box with you As she does. immediately after that. Ah, oh, I knew you could do it. Unfortunately, she gestures sadly to the rooms above. It seems that whoever planted it knew you could do it too. It's a distraction. And that was all. And in the meantime, I'm afraid there has been a casualty amongst the important delegates. Ultimus Bramsteel has been murdered. I'm afraid the blaming is on you. All of you. And that is perfect. Good evening, dear listeners. This is Sir. That is S-I-R. I trust you enjoyed tonight's entertainment. This episode's cast is as follows. Nathaniel Kiefer as Dr. Walter Keel. Christopher Kiefer as Samuel Shade. Philip Zivkov as August Keats. Kirk Dawson as Avery Reigns. Tonight, our storyteller was Christopher Kiefer. Until next time. In transmission.